Yachty returning to the Cardinals? A new report says it's possible. Coming up on B-Shave Daily. What's going on, everybody, and welcome in to this edition of B-Shave Daily. Brendan Schaefer here with you in the early morning hours of Saturday, October 14th, 2023. Recording this podcast as I watch Colorado and Deion Sanders try to blow a big lead to Stanford. If you're a college football fan, that's what I've got going on in the background here as we are past the midnight central hour on Saturday morning. Welcome into the show. A big piece of Cardinals news that maybe turns out not to be news at all, but definitely notable in terms of the report that surfaced over the past couple of days as it pertains to one Yadier Molina. So let's go ahead and jump right into it. Martin Kilcoin of Fox 2 in St. Louis, their longtime sports director, he does his little monologue segment during his sports cast. They call it the Kilcoin Opinion. Back when I was running the board for his radio show at KFNS with Charlie Marlowe and Martin Kilcoin, I liked how they always used to jokingly get the name of the segment wrong. It's called the Kilcoin Opinion, TKO. And then it was always like, what's that segment you do, Martin? Martin's big segment or something? I think I tweeted out the report or retweeted the report from Martin this morning and wrote it out as Martin's special segment. So he was doing his segment and dropped a really interesting nugget as it pertains to Yadier Molina and the potential that he would join the Cardinals coaching staff potentially this offseason. That would be quite the bombshell, right? And... I do recommend you go check out Martin's segment. I want to give proper credit to Martin and Fox 2 on this report, but it's something that kind of set Cardinals social media ablaze a little bit on Friday. I was kind of surprised it took as long as it did to uh, to kind of catch the eyeballs of some people on Cardinals Twitter. I think Martin just kind of throws it out there. He threw that out there at like 6.30 in the morning or something, and then it just took a little bit of time to to have people see it. Martin, not too flashy with his tweets, I guess. He doesn't want to put out any clickbait, but he even said, you know, Yachty to the Cardinals, potentially a possibility. So you click on the link, check it out at Fox 2, recommend it. Make sure you give proper credit there. That's what I'm doing. But really interesting stuff from Martin as he basically says there is some level of mutual interest between Molina's camp and the Cardinals about having him return to the team in a coaching capacity. Now, before we get too crazy with this, let's try and contextualize what's going on here. And I want to spend some time talking about, I mean, I could literally, I was explaining to my wife all of the implications of what Yachty on the Cardinals coaching staff in 2024 would be. I mean, there it, it opens Pandora's box would be my first impression. But before we get into all of that, and I'm going to try to keep this video short because it is late, I want to keep it to about 30 minutes. I'm saying that now so you guys can hold me to it. We'll see. It'd be really funny. You're listening to this now and you're looking at the the length on the video. It says like six hours and you're like, okay, I think he I think he missed on his goal. No, I really will try, but I want to, before we get into it, and like a lot of it's going to be speculative, hypothetical, and so we want to make sure we are responsible about that. But I think it's a really fun and interesting topic. And it's one of those things that Cardinals fans, right, for the longest time, before Yachty even retired, you could see that out there in the ether where Cardinals fans would go, oh, you know, it would be great someday Yachty managing the Cardinals, someday Yachty coaching for the Cardinals. Like, he should just become a coach. They should have him as the 
you know, the, the, the pitcher coach or the bench coach, and they could have Wainwright as the pitching coach, and maybe Albert could be the hitting coach. I mean, these are the kinds of things that you just see in fantasy land, right? When it comes to Cardinals fans kind of dreamcasting ways to keep the legends around. And you don't really pay those sorts of things too much mind. Even knowing that Yadier Molina has, it's been said that he wants to be a big league manager someday. But even knowing that, it's like until you start to see some some breadcrumbs come together, it doesn't really feel like something that could happen imminently. But Martin putting that out there, it, you know, I'm not saying it's going to happen imminently. And what I wanted to say off the top is that neither is Martin, to be totally clear. If you watch the segment on Fox 2's website, you'll see him say, to be clear, unknown whether the Cardinals have made any sort of offer to Yachty, unknown whether Yachty would accept if an offer were made. But there is some level of interest in, the, you know, the sides have at least talked about what that might look like at some point in time. Very, very compelling stuff. So let's go ahead and get into it. What would the fit be for Yachty on the coaching staff? What would the implications be of the various roles he could fill? And what could be kind of the long-range implications of that for the various powers that be within the organization? Because there are, it's, it's a domino effect. It's a chessboard. It's a lot of things you could be looking at that could have an impact should Yachty or Molina join this coaching staff. Because of what we know to be true about Yadier Molina and his his aura, his power, his influence over this organization during the time that he was a player for it. And then kind of imagining, all right, if he were in a coaching role, knowing what we know, what might that look like? A lot of fascinating implications to me of the idea of this. So before we even get too far along in this conversation, double secret probation, I just want to be clear. I am not sitting here telling you that Yadier Molina is going to be a coach on the Cardinals staff this year or the manager of the Cardinals in the future. Like, I just am taking what Martin reported and having a little fun because I think it's worth talking about. And as long as you guys are okay with a little speculation, a little hypothetical, then we're going to have some fun here and kind of lay out. It, for me, honestly, just because of the mind meld that it would be, just sort of mind-boggling to think about Yadier Molina back in that capacity. I just wanted to sit here stream of consciousness and kind of talk my way through it and see what see what we come up with. So if you enjoy Cardinals content, make sure you subscribe to the channel. Brennan Schaefer, St. Louis Cardinals writer, do my writing for KMOV, just put out a new column for KMOV talking about, and this I might podcast about over the coming days. I was planning to do the kind of Aaron Nola, Sonny Gray talk because we know the Cardinals need pitching. But this Yachty stuff came out, and that's more pertinent to the day, so we're going to start with this. But the article for KMOV, good read if you get a chance to check it out. At Buschafer12 on Twitter, I tweeted it out, and the photo is shirtless Bryce Harper, so you won't be able to miss it if you're looking for the specific tweet in the article. But I kind of laid out how the idea that we're going to blame the postseason format for teams like the Braves and Dodgers falling out and looking at teams like the Phillies, who are two-time wildcard winners in these consecutive seasons, last year making the World Series, this year they're a step now away from returning to the Fall Classic. It's a mistake if you look at the Phillies as evidence of, all you got to do is just get a wild card and get in and anything can happen. No, it's, it's no accident that the Phillies are where they are. And I kind of laid out the way they've built that roster. It's something the Cardinals could really take a hard look at. And it's not to say this is anything revolutionary. 
But I think it's something the Cardinals, you know, hopefully are paying attention to and realizing, hey, there's a formula for what the Phillies are doing. And it pertains to they're spending money, they're doing it effectively, and they're doing it in areas that count in October with the top pitchers that they have carrying that that roster through these postseason series. So check that out for KMOV if you're interested in it. Um, I'm sure I'll do podcasts talking about that, and especially if Philly continues to advance. I'm just fascinated with what they have done to kind of become a postseason juggernaut. And the Cardinals saw that up close and personal firsthand last year when Philadelphia eliminated St. Louis from the playoffs. So really interesting stuff. If you ask my opinion, check it out at KMOV.com. That's the article that I just put up, uh, sort of an opinion column if you're interested in that sort of thing. But let's talk Yadier Molina. All right. First and foremost, the question would be, okay, if Yadi's going to join the coaching staff in 2024, we know Marmol is coming back. Where Where is he going to fit? Because if you go down the line of where the prominent positions on the coaching staff stood from last year, Turner Ward, the hitting coach, Dusty Blake, the pitching coach, Joe McEwing, the bench coach. Those are the three. And if you ask me, Yadier Molina is not foregoing his life of luxury and retirement. And by luxury, I just mean getting to do whatever the hell he wants finally after a long MLB career where he put in the blood, sweat, and tears. He put in the time. And it is time-consuming to have a career in general in Major League Baseball, but certainly the type of career that he had because he settled for no less than being the best and putting in the work that matched that. So it was an arduous couple of decades for Yadier Molina. And who could blame him to want to kind of take a step back? Remember, when Matt Holliday took the bench coach job last year and then a couple of months later no longer was the bench coach, that comes as a result of I think the realization of, oh man, it's hard work and it's a schedule of, you know, however many months in a year that it's everyday grind. And I did that as a player and I made my millions. And why did I agree to do this? It sounded good in theory. And then in practice, it gets a little bit closer to spring training. And Matt Holiday goes, no, this isn't for me. I'm terribly sorry, but I, I can't go through with this. All right. So that's, that's like the notion of a bench coach, right? From a star MLB player who was at the top of his field as a player to think, oh, there's that realization that I don't want to be a bench coach. That's like grunt work. You got to really love it. It's not to say that Matt Holiday doesn't love it. Not to say that Yadier Molina wouldn't love it. But you want a little bit of recognition, right? When you have been recognized as one of the top players throughout your career in Major League Baseball, and the accolades that come with that, and the money that comes with that, and the recognition that comes with that, you're going to, a year of retirement later, go, I'm ready to be a bench coach. I don't know if it's plausible in the same way that I don't know if it was plausible for Matt Holiday, but it's interesting, isn't it? Because the Cardinals have said Holly Marmel's coming back. So unless you are going back on that, which I don't want to open open Pandora's box to that, notion because I don't think that's something that's going to be happening here. The Cardinals aren't going to be insistent upon bringing back Ollie and then a couple conversations with Yachty or Molina and they're like, you know what? Never mind. We're going this direction. He's our manager. That would stun me to my core. So let's take a step back from that. However, a couple days ago on B-Shape Daily, I did say I didn't anticipate any movement at all in major ways when it comes to the coaching staff. Turner Ward, Dusty Blake, etc. 
I think I was wrong about that because I don't think this Yadier Moline thing gets said unless there's the potential to have some major movement on the coaching staff at that kind of secondary level. I'm not talking about the manager necessarily, but the hitting coach, pitching coach, bench coach. I mean, listen, I, John McEwing, my read, he's probably not back next year, right? Like if if it's being reported, and I and again, you can say, well, do we trust Martin Kilcoin? Right, yeah, I do. Martin Kilcoin is about as connected in St. Louis as you're going to get, all right? You might say, well, he's not a beat writer. He's a TV guy. I'm telling you, I've spent enough time around Martin Kilcoin that I texted him today. I'm like, this is legit. He goes, oh, yeah, they're talking. Okay, so put that put that aside. I'm in on the report, right? I believe it, that there have at least been conversations. That doesn't mean anything more than there have been conversations. And you could also see how it would be a really tricky kind of agreement to come to, right? Because, okay, if you have a, what do you do with the bench coach situation? But but if those conversations are happening, I would say that wouldn't spell great news for Joe McEwing, which I don't even know if that's, maybe he doesn't, you know, maybe he wouldn't even want to come back. I don't, honestly, I should know, but I don't know what the contract was for McEwing. I would assume like one year because, again, he only came in because they needed a guy after Holiday resigned in mid-January. And maybe the resignation was a little before that, but I remember it was winter warm-up when McEwing was introduced, and it was like barely days before that that it was known that he was going to be the guy for the bench coach job. So that's notable and maybe wasn't their first choice, which is not to diminish him. He's an experienced bench coach. But, like, I could see a world in which, okay, we're almost time for the season. we got to get a guy to fill that role. And then you have an offseason to where you can you can spend more time and say, okay, who do we want for that position long term? Maybe that's not McEwing. If I had to guess, he would not be in that role next year. Uh, Turner Ward, uh, Dusty Blake, I mean, your guess maybe is as good as mine, Cardinals fans. But I would say... Here's my impression of that. If I'm looking at Yadier Molina and thinking, okay, there's interest in bringing him to the coaching staff, bench coach would seem like a plausible role, right? Right-hand man of the manager, the go-to guy, sort of the characteristics of a future big league manager, which Yadier Molina presumably wants to become. So if that's the case, you could see Yadier in that role. But for the 2024 Cardinals, the thing that could maybe make them better the fastest, would that be Yadier Molina as a pitching coach? Because he basically was that already as a player, right? I know Mike Maddox had a bunch of experience and he was very valuable. And I know that Yadier wasn't a pitcher, but he has the mind of a pitcher from the catcher's perspective. Is the thing that could turn the Cardinals around the fastest, if if coaches even have any impact at all which I think sometimes we overstate their impact. Sometimes maybe we understate them, depending on the circumstance. But wouldn't that be Yachty as a pitching coach if you were really just going for immediate impact, bang for your buck? I would say yes. So is it a guarantee then that Dusty is back in the in the, in the pitching coach role? Maybe not. And like the Cardinals are in a spot where I think it's okay to make some bold decisions. Like, I have commented that I don't think it makes sense to fire Ollie Marnell after this season, even though a lot of fans disagree with that, because I think the problems with this team weren't related to the manager's chair. I think they had a lot of problems, and Ollie was not really even close to the top of the list in my estimation, and maybe he wasn't even on the list. I think there were things that he could have done better, 
but I also think that you throw a guy who has, you know, relatively new to that role who also hasn't, and nobody in the organization has experienced until this year, the level of losing and honestly sort of dysfunction that results from that losing. Nobody had really seen that in the Cardinals organization. And so it was a learning experience, I think, for everybody. And it's hard for me, and I you may say it's not hard for me. I'm going to blame Ollie Marmel. You can. Go go for it. And Ollie has welcomed that. And he said, I should have scrutiny on my job. People should be pissed. There's an expectation here in St. Louis. That, to me, I would hear that as a Cardinals fan and say, thank you. Like, take him responsibility. That's all I want. Okay, that's what he does. If you don't like him, you don't like him. It's fine. It doesn't bother me any. I'm just telling you my perspective. But in conjunction with whether Ollie was an issue or not to this team, a lot of fans pointed to the inexperience of the coaching staff in general and said, you know, they weren't really equipped to handle what needed to happen to turn this thing around. And to that, I would probably agree. You have a, a I'm not going to say rookie because Turner Ward's been a hitting coach. Dusty Blake has been around baseball, has been in pitching coach roles at various levels. But like, Debut season as the head Cardinal pitching coach, debut season as the head Cardinal hitting coach, debut season as Joe McEwing, the bench coach. That was a lot of turnover, and I just, I don't know if it meshed exactly the way that the Cardinals were hoping it would. And that may not be the fault of any one person, but I think is a probable reality of the way it played out. So, yes, you don't want to be too quick to make a decision, a rash decision, but at the same time, if you can look at something and say, collectively, this didn't work, we need to set ourselves up for future success. D- delaying such a decision is probably not for the best either. So I think there could be some movement on the Cardinals coaching staff, and I want to apologize because I think I put it out there that my prior opinion was that, no, nah, there wouldn't be anything major, and you'd be looking at more tertiary coaching position movements, and I think it could end up being more than that. If this... Yadier Molina stuff happened to the extent that Martin is willing to put it on his show and report it, then that tells me there's some musical chairs that could exist within that group. So as a result of that, I'm thinking, Mia culpa, I'm taking it back. There's going to be a little bit of shakeup, I think. Not necessarily the major overhaul Cardinals fans are wanting, but we'll see. And to be clear, that may not involve Yadier Molina in any capacity, but Knowing all of this is potentially swirling in the background and behind the scenes, a little more understanding than I was a week ago, let's say, that the Cardinals are putting off this end-of-season press conference because that could have leaked any day, right? That that information from Martin Kilcoin could have come out at any point in time if it, if it, in fact, was going on. So the fact that the press was canceled, you get this information reported, Now we're all seeing everybody kind of react to it in the public sphere, how everybody might feel about such a scenario. And the Cardinals are sitting back kind of taking the pulse, if I had to guess. And I don't know that that's going to have any impact on what they ultimately decide to do. I don't really think it should because I think, you know, fans are going to say, oh, yeah, bring in Yachty. That's great. Well, of course, that's going to be the reaction initially. I've maintained, and specific to the manager's chair, no matter who the manager of the St. Louis Cardinals is, fans will hate that individual. They will think he is terrible at his job. Tony LaRusse is a Hall of Fame manager. I'm old enough to remember that fans, I'm not saying everybody, but it's revisionist history if you pretend like there weren't tons of people that were constantly frustrated and disliked Tony LaRusse when he was the manager. And then they win the World Series in 11, so it's very easy to revise that history and paint over it and say, oh, no, everybody loved TLR. No, they didn't. 
No, they didn't. Don't you're kidding yourself. You're kidding yourself if that's how you, if that's how you remember it. It's just not how it happened. And Yadier Molina would be no different, by the way. But let me let me first kind of get into let's kind of cozy up and ease into because you're saying, well, why are you talking about Yadier Molina as the manager? They're talking about bench coach, maybe you know, maybe pitching coach. I don't know. How do you make that leap to manager? Here's my opinion, and it's not an opinion that would flow well for Ali Marmol if this came to fruition, again, in my opinion. But if Yadier Molina joins the St. Louis Cardinals coaching staff, all roads lead to one thing, and that's eventually, I don't know when, but that's eventually Yadier Molina as the manager of the St. Louis Cardinals. Now, this is just my view, but connect those dots with me. Yadi's the bench coach for 2024. Ali Marmel is on an expiring contract because he's got one year left on his deal. Normally, yes, the Cardinals would have extended the manager if he's down to one year on the contract. They lost 91 games. Tricky. That's an optics thing that they, I mean, even if they wanted to do it, I don't know if they would be able to do it. If they would be able to stomach that move and justify it to the fan base. So it hasn't happened unless I missed something. He's got one year left. You bring Yadi in. It almost regardless of result, let's say it's a bad start to the season. You're bad halfway through. Fans are going to be clamoring for one thing and one thing only. And if you're John Mozeliak and company, you got to know that before bringing Yachty in in any capacity. So if you bring him in to be the bench coach and things aren't going well, I don't need to spell it out for you. If you bring in Yachty to be the bench coach and things do go well, they could win 90 games. They could make the playoffs. They could win a playoff series. I There's going to be more than 50% of fans who are still going to say, yeah, you know, you're not firing Ollie. You're just not renewing his contract at the end of a 2024 campaign. I think regardless, if you have Yadier Molina not only figuratively looming over Ollie Marmel in a, you know, essentially a lame duck year, what it's normally known as, I don't think that's fair to Ollie to say it's a lame duck because I think the organization has belief in him and, and you know, he, he's he got backing there. But contractually, that's kind of what that's normally known as if you're down to your final year. And now you bring in the beloved legend to be the bench coach, to be the right-hand man. I mean, come on. I That would be a tricky spot. That's why I think it's so compelling and fascinating that this is being broached in any capacity. Because to me, if the end goal of Yadier Molina was to be a major league manager, that could still happen without him stepping into a coaching role in 2024. You could let the 2024 season play out. If the Cardinals don't succeed, it gets back to the conversation in Ollie Marmel's office from the last day of the season where he was asked, you know, what's at stake when it comes to whether the Cardinals can turn this around next year or not. And... I think the unspoken part in that is what would be at stake is everybody's roles would have to be considered within the organization. And that's not just like an Ollie Marmel thing. That should be a John Mosellock on down thing of like what's going on that for another season in a row, we haven't been able to figure this thing out as a collective. As the St. Louis Cardinals who have a standard to perform in a certain way and we're not doing it now for multiple years. Because, again, this is in a world in which they don't get it done in 2024. Yachty could, again, if he's already figuratively looming over the Cardinals' managerial position, he doesn't have to physically be there. 
because all that does is complicate things from Ollie's perspective. But if you're John Mozeliak, okay, let me look at it this way. If you're John Mozeliak, maybe you don't care about that. Ollie's got one year left on a contract. Mo's got two, 2024 and 2025. And we know that Mozeliak's tenure with the Cardinals is drawing near its conclusion. We don't think he's going to be around in the role after 2025. This is information. Why do I say that? It's from February in spring training when the extension was signed and he had a press conference. That That's the language that he used. A transition of power was the thought process. Now, this was all before the Cardinals had a historically bad season, but I don't know that that changes anything on the timeline. If anything, it would expedite a transition. But I think what has happened is because the struggles existed, Mo has to maintain that kind of stranglehold on the role to try and fix it and, you know, save the legacy, whatever that means to him, which I think it means something, but get the organization back on the right track because all of the flowery flowery language, excuse me, that was used at that press conference back in February on the patio in Jupiter was to the effect of valuing the fact that you can have a smooth transition of power and keep it rolling for an organization that has had success for so long. And if you stick a 91 lost season in the middle of that and then have another bad one and you're John Mozeliak and you're, you're going, well, this is not really the timeline I envisioned for kind of going out on top or going out with a, with a positive, you would probably do whatever you could in the short term. You'd have a different viewpoint, right? Like if you knew I've got two years and then I'm done, I want to make my mark while I can, you would go, okay, how can we win more games this year? How can we win more games a year after that? Yadier Molina joining the Cardinals coaching staff in 2024 probably helps them win more games. I'm not going to say it matters more than adding the players that they need to add, but certainly having that wisdom back in the room, how many times did fans say, well, you know, I think that last year when the Cardinals were bad in 2023, they missed Yadi. And I, I think that's like kind of a simple explanation, but it's also probably a relevant one, right? Like we saw it at the catcher position I know he didn't play a ton in 2022. He didn't hit great in 2022. But, like, there were things that he was around to be able to do and guide and lead that you just erase that entirely from the clubhouse culture in 2023, and it's going to be different, and it was. So while it may be a simple explanation, I think it's a real one, and there's legitimacy to it. So if you're John Mozeliak and you're going, a lot of things have to happen to get better, and I, I would like to see us get better quickly, because I'm not going to be around here forever. And I want to get a little bit of the credit for when this thing does turn back around. Because, damn it, I've had 15, 16 incredible years, and then I've had a really bad one, and I don't want to just be remembered for the bad one. That's human nature. If that's how he feels, I couldn't blame him one bit. Because, honestly, he gets a, 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 you know, he's given a harder time than he probably deserves, but that's recency bias. What have you done for me lately? Well, not much for the St. Louis Cardinals, given that they have, you know, it's been since 2019 since they've won a playoff series. We can go on and on. It's been since 2013 that they've played in a World Series. All these things. So it stands to reason that he would look at the opportunity potentially to bring in Yadier Molina again. And you say, wow, that probably makes us better on the field this year. And is it awkward for my current manager? Maybe. What does it mean for the long-term implications of expectations that Yadier Molina might someday want to be a, a big league manager? And would that be here? Or would he, for the first time in his professional baseball career at the highest level, wear another uniform? 
I don't know. You know, does that do something to Moe's legacy? He kept him around as a player. Bill DeWitt kept him around. They paid probably more than he was worth in his final year to stay a Cardinal and retire as one. And then a couple of years later, he's wearing somebody else's uniform to manage their team. Heaven forbid it's in the National League. Heaven forbid it's in the NL Central. And now you're seeing Yadier Molina 12 times a year. I mean, think about what that would look like for a team that values having its Cardinals legends be known as Cardinals. I think that's a real thing. So if you're John Mozeliak, heck yeah, if he helps us win more games this year, I'm in. Now, there are implications that go beyond that. But I think when you talk about a power dynamic, first of all, putting Yachty into the bench coach role beneath Ollie Marmel, I don't know what that dynamic would look like. I am sure the two have a good relationship, but like that's a different thing than I'm your manager and you're my player versus I'm I'm the manager and you're my, you know, my number two essentially. So that's a just a fascinating dynamic that I honestly would have to see to believe as to how it would play out. Okay, let's take it a step further. Let's assume that all roads, once Yachty becomes a Cardinals coach, lead to Yachty becoming the Cardinals manager someday. Well, that's weird because Ollie Marmel is at the beginning of his managerial career. He's a young guy. It doesn't, he's not looking to move on, right? So just inviting that in, knowing that that's the aspiration of Yachty, it could be the same as Skip Schumacher doing the bench coach role for a year and then going somewhere else. But Skip Schumacher played for other MLB teams. Yachty or Molina was with one team. And that carried a lot of value to the Cardinals. So if you know this guy wants to be a manager and you're Bill DeWitt or John Mozeliak, you're like, man. I mean, even if you don't want to move on from the current manager, you have to at least go, let's have a conversation about what this is going to entail because we have the ability to do something about this if we bring him into the Cardinals coaching staff. That doesn't guarantee he stays around forever. He eventually wants to be a big league manager. And then there's the notion of, does Yachty want to be a, a bench coach, right? If there's some mutual interest in joining the staff, okay. But in his mind, is that just a manager-in-waiting sort of thing? Because, again, it's not like the current manager is looking to retire. So, like, that's the, the dichotomy of that is just very interesting. Ollie Marmel needs a, a right-hand man. Yachty could be a great one. But how long does he want to be that before he's the head guy somewhere? And if you're John Mozeliak, do you care about all of that power dynamic stuff and it being maybe awkward for Ollie when it comes to the fan base or anything like that? Or do you, and does Ollie and does everybody just say, no, this guy helps us win because he's a valuable mind to have on staff. So we want to do it because we all want the same thing. We all want to win. That makes perfect sense to me. And I, it's just interesting because you wouldn't often see something like that. Often you don't see a guy that's got one year left on his contract as a manager in a place that wants to value that stability. But that's kind of the situation that has to be, I think, because of the way the Cardinals failed to perform under Ollie and, and under the entire regime last year. So that part of it's really interesting. And then there's the idea of, let's say Yachty becomes the Cardinals manager. I'm not saying the Cardinals fire Ollie. I have no idea how. But if we just take these two things to be true, that someday Yachty wants to be a big league manager and Yachty has never worn another uniform, Let's just not speculate on how it happens because that wouldn't be fair to Ollie. I don't want to do that. But let's just say someday Yachty was the Cardinals manager. 
how interesting is it that John Mozeliak's got a couple of years left? And when you think about Mo taking over as the GM in 2007, the power dynamic of the organization at the time was really Tony LaRussa above all because he had been there longer than anyone, veteran manager, winning manager, lifer, you know, legend of baseball at that point in time. Young John Mozeliak taking over as a GM, right? They butted heads probably on certain things. Mo probably had the vision to bring the Cardinals into the modern era of baseball, and TLR probably had his ways. I'm sure a lot of this has been documented in various books and reports and, and things talking about this time period of the Cardinals. I was in middle school and then high school at the time, so it's not like I was writing those books or around for it, but I was a you know fan of the Cardinals as a kid, so I, I recall it. But that was the power dynamic, right? And then we talk about Mike Schilt and John Mozeliak and how he ends up getting fired for philosophical differences with the front office. But that's a front office that had since built up the reputation of I'm John Mozeliak and I run this show, right? Like tough for Mo to tell Tony LaRusso something and Tony might say, well, yeah, I don't think so. And that's what do you do? Like there's probably some strife there. Once it's Mike Matheny, rookie manager, Mo's in charge. For years, it's Mike Matheny. And then you go to Mike Schilt. It's still the same dynamic. Mike Schilt pushes back. Whatever you want to say about philosophical differences, okay, we're going to go to somebody else because we think this guy's an up-and-comer, Ollie Marmel. But it's still the dynamic is that Mo is the czar of the organization from a baseball perspective. Yachty comes in at some point and is the manager, however that would happen. What's the power dynamic? Because Yadier Molina, this was his organization when he was a player. Right, He was running this show in so many ways. And John Mozeliak, right, was was overseeing all of that in various, you know, Instagram posts or whatever. Like Yachty was outspoken if something if he didn't like something or appreciate something. That was always known. And so I don't have a question that a world in which Mo is the Pobo and Yachty is the manager, I think that would coexist and it could work out. Very interesting, though, to imagine what would happen a couple of years later when Mo either retires or steps aside or moves into a different capacity. What's the situation now? It's Randy Flores or Mike Gersh or whomever as the GM or president of baseball ops and Yadier Molina as the field manager. Yadi would have more power than anybody that could sit in that chair who isn't John Mozeliak. That is the long-winded point that I am trying to make would be a fascinating dynamic. If you're in a spot where Ollie remains the manager, as I've expected to happen for a number of years, especially before this this Yachty thing, which again, I'm not saying this changes that, but if you've got Ollie Marmel in this role, that's congruent with the front office that if, if it's promote, promote from within and it's Randy Flores, let's say, then that's like, that's a working dynamic. Those guys know each other. Those guys have worked together. You know, I'm not saying there's a, like a power struggle, anything like that. Like, I think everybody's on the same page. And it's not to say that Yachty wouldn't be on the same page with everybody too. But we know how Yachty or Molina is, and he has that sense of whether it's ego or bravado or whatever word you want to use. He has it because he's earned it by being the damn best, and he carries himself that way. So how that would work 
and translate from what it looked like with him as a player to as a coach or manager or whatever the capacity would be is another dynamic that would be incredibly compelling. I don't claim to know exactly how it would play out, but it would be compelling. I'm not saying that this is imminent. I'm not saying that this is on the way. But I wanted to kind of lay out and at least talk my way through some of these hypotheticals. Yadier Molina joining the Cardinals coaching staff. Let me know in the YouTube comment section what you would think of that, Cardinals fans. Do you think he would be best served as the bench coach, as maybe the pitching coach? Don't say manager. (laughs) You can say it, but I'm just going to, I got to scroll past it. Because again, I don't think the Cardinals are holding a press conference within the next few weeks to say, actually, our new manager is Yadier Molina. Psych on everything we said before. I don't think that's coming. But could they benefit from having Yachty back in the building in 2024? Of course. And if you are talking about that being what counts and what matters here is turning this thing around, I think anybody should be on board with that. And and the power dynamics, you know, that's not important. It's It's not something that should get in the way of the St. Louis Cardinals winning more baseball games. They're real. That's why I talk about them. Like, the notion of power dynamics in an organization is a real thing. But... I think Yadier Molina would help this team. So if I'm a Cardinals fan, I'm for it. As me sitting here covering the Cardinals, I think I would be for it if I were looking at this Cardinals team and saying, how do you win more games this year? Getting Yadier Molina back in the building, I don't think can hurt. Could it create some interesting scenarios, maybe some tension in certain regards? I think that's inevitable regardless of who is in what role on a coaching staff. I'm not saying this was going on last year. I think the guys that were in their roles were a a little bit green to what their roles were. And so maybe nobody really knew what that looked like and everybody was kind of finding their bearings. I'm not 100% sure. But we know that the personality that Yadier Molina has, man, he's a dominant personality. And he used that to his benefit time and time again throughout his career. So could that manifest as well in a coaching capacity for the Cardinals in 2024? Let me know what your thoughts on that would be, Cardinals fans, in the comments below. Make sure you hit subscribe to this channel and subscribe as well to the B-Shape Daily Podcast on Spotify and Apple Podcasts to make sure you never miss an episode. Plenty more Cardinals content to come throughout the offseason, especially if we get more on this potential for Yadier Molina to join the circle once again. We'll be talking about that plenty if more should come out uh, about the topic. So, Thank you guys so much for listening. That's going to do it, though, for this edition of the show. We'll talk to you next time on Be Shafe Daily. Peace.